Hello and welcome to the penultimate edition of the Estate Agents Podcast Kickstart 2020. Guys, Luke, Stephen, we've made it. Day 30 of 31. How the hell has the time gone, guys? I know, it's flown by, isn't it? And we've still got another day left and we've got a very big guest coming to join us on the final day that all of our listeners uh, should be tuning into. Not that they could guess who it is. No, I know. I've already been told everybody they're looking (laughs) forward forward to, 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 to hearing him. Luke, you're Mr. Social. You've yeah. you've shared it on your social account. So uh, oh, kind no. of we've had loads of messages. But it, seriously, guys, I mean, well, first and foremost, Matt Steinway tomorrow. Um, Luke, that's oh. you. Oh, is it? Oh. <laughs> oh. I, I didn't know. Thanks for there's sharing all, it. There's right. always a leak. There's always right. a leak. <laughs> let's, um, let's start this podcast again. Okay, let's go. <laughs> No, seriously, Luke, that was your cue. Um, obviously, a, a connection of yours that you've made over um, many trips to Arek now. Uh, you're taking one of your valuing team, your star performer this year, over to Arek, yep. uh, hopefully to meet Matt. And actually, guys, we don't want to give too much away, but um, tomorrow's episodes, it, it wasn't what I expected. Um, you know, the, the three top tips, I think, you know, sometimes we get caught up in the the business, the data, if you like, of, of day-to-day estate agency. But um, actually, Matt shares something with us tomorrow that's uh, quite quite personal and quite close. So, um, yeah, looking look, looking forward to releasing that and, and, and hearing the comments. But um, Well, why don't you just tell them what it's about? Go on. Oh, we'll just, <laughs> okay, we'll just script it. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was, uh, I found that to be an exceptional exceptional episode of the kickstart but let's let's give our listeners some some value from uh, from day 30 of, of kickstart so um so what what have you found over the past couple of episodes Stephen? that um that you've found particularly resonating with you well look before i answer that question i just want to thank loads of people because actually we've got more than one listener now um, and it's incredible. So <laughs> the amount the, the amount of comments that I've got about the amount of podcasts and the value that's being added um, is amazing. So I'm just really, really grateful that people are listening and, um, and giving us some feedback. So I had an ex-colleague yesterday who sent me a message about Pete Rawlings, um, which was great. I've had three or four people that have... Um, said they've actually listened to Assad's recording four or five times. They keep on playing it and replaying it and replaying it because there was so much value added. Yeah. Um, And, and you know, and you know what, out of, I'm just skipping through the uh, listener figures on the kickstart and out of all of them, you've got Sean Newman and Assad being up there. Uh, sharing top spot in terms of the top top listens. So if you haven't listened to those podcasts yet, I would suggest you listen to them because obviously a lot of people are getting a lot of value from them. Awesome yeah. guys, though, aren't they? I mean, if you look at the industry in the UK at the moment, guys, and you you look at who's doing what, I, I think you know there's certainly 
you know, two of the best that we've 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 had um two of the best that are in there at the moment uh sean i know uh, hopefully you're listening to this podcast i think plus 10 hours uh, i think he's over in oz at the moment with his uh, lovely wife caroline um and uh, asad such value um i what really resonated with me was the company culture with Assad and the marbles you know we we had matt Steinway with the bananas it's Assad yeah. and the marbles now definitely for me okay well i hope i'm not giving any trade secrets away all i can say is snakes and ladders snakes and ladders come on you can't leave our listeners just no, snakes and ladders. that's it that is the next competition snakes and ladders Okay, so, so ladders uh, for good performance, snakes if something's not quite where it should be, are we... Who knows? I don't know. That's all I know, <laughs> snakes and ladders. So, um, yeah, We not. have to get him back on, Stephen. We've <laughs> no, got to get him and, back on. He can explain and, it. And I have spoken to Assad, and he is going to come back on. Um, so, in fact, we've already lined up three or four guests um, for next year. So oh, next year, it feels like next year for, for, for next month um, as well. So, but coming back, um, Peter Rowlings. So again, I love, I mean, Peter's out of agency, but he's still so passionate. Uh, and he talks he's not about, out of agency, it's in his and blood, he, Stephen. He's and, still he, and, there. and he talks about going to war and he talks about going to war and negotiating. And, you know, that really resonates with me at the moment because I'm on a mission to demonstrate to people how good they should be at negotiating because that's really going to make you different and makes you stand out. And ultimately, that's what you get paid for um, to negotiate the best price for the vendor's biggest tax-free asset. There's one for you, Ed K, just to say I mentioned it a few times. And again, talk about manage you know, and the discipline. So discipline your, um, your top staff or your staff full stop, you know, make sure they're doing what they should be doing, focusing on the dollar productive activities that are going to earn you money. And obviously our favorite right move. No, sorry. Fees. Um, so, <laughs> what was that? You what can't. was that? I said, you can't. You oh, can't. Okay. Right move. <laughs> okay. And um, his fees, you know, talking about getting higher fees, um, which we totally agree with, all of us. Um, and then Brian today, uh, or yesterday, was interesting with, um, you know, talking about the different processes to get your sale through a lot quicker, um, which is going to make a big difference. And again, really, you know, three top tips. Ask more open, more open questions you know, which we all know should be doing, um, understanding it's a home moving business, um, and understanding that you're there and you're helping people. So, um, you know, in fact, I think every, every guest we've had on, um, and I'd like to thank all our guests, um, for their time and also for the exceptional tips that they've given everybody. So, um, really grateful. Luke, your takeaways, especially Brian yesterday. Because I thought your contribution yeah, that, was, was immense, so thank you. I know, I know. I was <laughs> glad I was able to contribute so much to that episode. So, um, but um, just a, a couple of bits. One being, um, and we've talked about this before, is about having uh, accountability partners or or kind of buddying up. Um, and and then and a real life example of that is Assad. I reached out to Assad after the podcast. 
and I'm actually arranged to go and see him and see location, location at, at their venue uh, and offices on the 10th or 11th of February. It's in my diary. I can't remember the, the exact date, but that's that's just an example. Just reach out on social media to someone else in the industry that you either admire, you look up to someone that's doing the business, that's setting the standard. Obviously, they, they won the, the top agent on the uh, EA Masters and it was like an open door yeah sure come along um and and now we've kind of got a bit of a dialogue going so i, I would urge anyone listening to the podcast to do more of that and to to do that and, and i'm sure you, you won't be surprised that there's plenty of business owners managers doors telephone lines available to be to be open and freely available so that was a big 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 one for for me that's awesome andy um but yeah well uh, for me, I'm 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 going to share something with you both for the first time, just to put you both on the spot um, and to prove that you know this is completely unscripted. Um, I've shared the EA podcast uh, with my clients um, and with my my peer group um, here in Thetford, and um, I, I really want to put both of you on the spot right now because uh, one of the questions that has come back from that um, to me on Messenger is, Andy, you talk about raising standards and raising fees in the industry and charging what you're worth um, as a consumer why should I pay you two percent versus a competitor um, who many are freely touting one percent at the moment and and I, again guys you know I'm not using this for personal gain in, in, in my core area but that our listeners have become um, not just estate agents, but also people that I think are affected by me because obviously I, I manage a branch locally. So um, I don't want to answer the question, but Stephen. Well, if I was a vendor, I would ask, be asking them, you know, this is your biggest tax-free asset. What's more important to you? Do you want more money in your pocket or a cheap fee? Absolutely. More money in my pocket, obviously. Okay. Well, so I'm going to demonstrate to you by how powerful my negotiating skills are that I'm going to put more money in your pocket than any other agent. And when I'm sitting down with you at your market marketing strategy meeting, I'm going to demonstrate and show you how I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm going to market your property to the widest possible audience to get you the highest next price for your biggest tax free asset. I'm going to do it in a, um, in a way that suits your time scales and I'm going to take the stress out of it. Um, please don't take my word for it. I want you to look at my Google reviews and see what people have been saying about me. I've also brought along various case studies with people that have been in similar situations to you, whether you're downsizing, upsizing, you're changing from another estate agent. Um, and I've got testimonials from those vendors as well that you're very welcome to speak to speak about. I'm also going to show you my last 10 sales and in those last 10 sales, it's going to demonstrate my negotiating skills. It's also going to demonstrate um, how I've marketed these properties to the widest possible audience to get the best outcome for my vendors to get them moving on to their next chapter. And I've also included 10 um, of my last 10 sales where these vendors are happy to act as a referee. So again, don't take my word for it. Speak to these people. Um, and that's why I, I believe I am worth 2.5% plus fat. 
100%. I mean, for me, it's not um, increasing the fees for fee stake. It's not because we're greedy, is it? It's um, ultimately at the end of the day, there's a race to the bottom in the industry at the moment. And, um, you know, if an agent's giving away their fee, they're, they're giving away the marketing spend on the property because I think we're one of the few countries in the advanced EA world where the industry isn't regulated at the moment that, that doesn't pay generally vendor paid advertising. Stephen? We are the cheapest agents across the world. It's crazy though, isn't it? It is ridiculous for everything we do. So if you think about, and and here's what I think agents don't demonstrate. So if, if some of your, or any vendors here that are listening or people potentially looking to put their property on the market, I think that most people think all estate agents do is put a property on right move and it sells itself. Um, <laughs> no, and, and honestly, no, no, I, no, I agree with you. And, I agree and, with you. And I believe that. Um, but however, also Stephen, just at that point, we as an industry have failed the public because if the public believe that we have a responsibility to explain and educate differently because we all know that's not the case. So, you know, appreciate that's the public perception but okay. also as, so as a, a, as a take state, responsibility so as estate agents we need to demonstrate exactly what we do to market vendors properties and from instruction to actually completion um it's a 40 to 45 step process okay now us or estate agents need to demonstrate to our customers exactly what we do for our money and I can guarantee you it's not just putting it on right move. And for me, if I was selling my property, I would want my agent to demonstrate that they are the best negotiator in the world because they're dealing with my biggest tax free asset and I want them to maximize it. Absolutely. Luke, you run a busy um, four office outfit. What, what's your take? Um, so just coming back to what Stephen's talked about um, and with the whole, the perception is putting it on right move and hoping that it sells. Um, I think you've got to have good case studies and, and if you can get vendor testimonials on video or Stephen talks about having the list of the vendors, but prime example in one of our branches this week, been on with a large corporate agent for their 26 week period plus then their 28 day uh, notice period um hasn't sold um, sorry luke and, just to interrupt yep. 26 week sole agency period plus yep. 28 days termination termination with seven not even we've not even launched it to the internet yet and we've got the buyer so again it's, <laughs> it's how how well do you how well do you know your buyers? So we've talked about that in the past. How well do you know your buyers? Um, but then it's also finding the best buyer. That buyer is a local buyer as well. So why hasn't that agent found that buyer for them? Can I just ask, was that buyer in your database, Luke? Of course. Mm. Data uh, bank. Your, da your data bank. Can I, can data, I, data bank. Can I just add something on that? Please do. That, that's why... Um, estate agents have a shockingly bad name because in my opinion, I think to hold um, anybody to 26 weeks um, is a disgrace. Okay. So 
um, as a consumer, everybody's heard of Rightmove. Everybody's heard of which. If you look at those um, places, they both say, if you don't sell a property within 30 days, it's down to two reasons, price and presentation. So, um, you know, as an agent, if I'm confident that I'm giving the right advice at the marketing, uh, market strategy meeting, sales advice meeting, letting advice meeting, whatever you want to call it, okay, I should have the confidence in my ability that I'm not going to tie anybody in. Okay, and I'm going to demonstrate to them that if they want to go elsewhere because they're not happy with the service that I've delivered, they're welcome to. But 26 weeks is an absolute disgrace and no wonder estate agents have a really poor name. So why, why do you think then, Luke, I mean, look, why, why do you think it is we sign people up for, for so long? And do you think actually there's a case, I mean, I know over in Australia, I think it's nine, 90 days, isn't it? Three months generally, but that's because they, they include the um, sale agreed and closing process within that period. But is, is there a case here then, guys, to say that actually we should not sign people up for a minimum period, maybe 28 days notice? Because I, I think the conflict here, guys, is that... Um, we don't charge vendor paid advertising, do we? And I think we're one of the only kind of advanced property trading countries that don't. So the argument, I suppose, from a business owner's point of view, Luke, um, and, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, because obviously I, I, I just manage a branch, but if you're going to invest in professional photography, videography, um, you're going to spend a shitload of money and then potentially not not recoup that so what, what's the answer do we go zero week contract 28 day notice or 28 day contracts but then ask for an element of vpa or how do you see the industry shifting and and, and how do you see us getting around this because i've i've got a corporate that stuck a house on the market five days ago at 350 and uh, i'm on a day off today and i've been into the office for a couple of reasons and um, it's already gone to a guide of 325 i mean that's bloody shocking isn't it yeah yeah 100 percent. and and i know there's lots of agents that are um you could argue breaking the mold by not having a tie-in period um around around the country and it's well look then mr and mrs vendor assess me on my merits if i don't deliver for you i, I need to, I, I deserve what i get and that's for you to walk away and take your business elsewhere so and <clears throat> and i firm but like like you say, there are agents out there that do invest significant sums of money in the marketing um, without any money up front. Um, so perhaps there has got to be a period of where that vendor commits to the agent in the same way that the agent commits to the vendor. But I think unfortunately there are some agents out there that don't do the right investment but still want the time. It's going to be an interesting period, isn't it? I mean, we've got Roper legislation coming up within the next two, possibly three, if it gets extended years. Um, you know, we've got zero commitment from from clients and 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 a huge amount of spend from agents. Do, do you see the industry changing over the next two or three years? I mean, look, guys, we've committed to doing this podcast for, you know, an indefinite period of time now. We want to help bring people on their journey. Do you see kickstart? 2021 2022 2023 taking a very different format do you think do you think the industry's shifting and and is it is it for the better Stephen? Uh, i just think to come back on what you were saying before 
do vendors, sellers, landlords actually know how much is being invested by the agents in the marketing of their property? You know, so how much? So in a nice way, an instruction is a liability to an estate agent until it's sold. Yet an estate agent potentially could be spending up to £2,000 on per, per instruction. Um, by you know coming out photos floor plans um, websites social media right moves upla on the market feature properties premium properties you know don't talk featured and premium fate, don't fate, fate. Don't no but you know these these are all the things that you know people are doing to get um, the property in front of a widest audience you know sure. that 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 does cost money so you know fine and country an example where they do get vendor paid advertising up to maybe five thousand pounds per property that to me if you get vendor paid advertising shows that you're both investing um, in each other so the vendor and the agent to maximize the outcome you know so there's loads of good tips and I think you know we had um, Troy um, on and again it's going back maybe um, about eight or nine months where he had specifically talking about vendor paid advertising in Australia and how it works and overcoming some of the objections. So should there be vendor paid advertising? Um, I think more at the moment we need to educate vendors exactly what um, agents do for their money. Um, as I said, it's not just putting on right move. You know, the amount of your time that you're doing actually the good agents this is to progress for sale. Because let's face it, if a property's priced correctly and it's promoted correctly, um, and you've got the right buyer for it, hopefully it should sell relatively quickly. Where I think estate agents earn their money is two ways. One negotiating demonstrating their negotiating skills and secondly it is a skill to get a sale through from offer to exchange um, and you know that is really really challenging and I'm not sure um, people appreciate how hard certain agents work um, in working the chain up and down, speaking to all the solicitors, speaking to all the parties involved to get the sale through. But again, Stephen, I think it's a real skill. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. And, and it's a skill that should be recognised. It's an industry that should be recognised. But ultimately, Stephen, Luke, it's our fucking fault. We do not educate our client base as to exactly what we do to get a transaction across the line. And as you say, Stephen, absolutely rightly, I think getting the sale agreed is probably only about 20% of the job, Luke. Uh, definitely. And I think but this is where you've got to start back from actually the business owner's perspective or, or the company's perspective. And the investment in training, whether or not that's paid training, the likes of Stephen, Julian O'Dell, uh, Josh Fegan, Tom Panos is non-existent. In, uh, that may be an unfair assessment, but generally across the country, the investment in training uh, is relatively minimal or poor, but it doesn't need to cost any money. Um, and there's been a couple of examples only this week. So 
you talk about sales progression and getting a sale across the line. So we have dedicated sales progressors that do that job for us. So they're not negotiating the offers. Their job is to keep the clients up to date, getting that sale over the line. And the amount of times they're having to help other agents because the agents don't understand what's going on and we're having to do their job for them. But we want to help our clients. That's why we're doing it. Um, another basic, would we assume that maybe being able to take a photograph of a property in its best possible light and getting exceptional photography is probably one of the core basics when it comes to a state agency. So it, with that, um, I was at my um, personal trainers on Monday and he's got his home on the market. He's in a different part of Leicester. It's not an area that we cover. Um, so we had a quick look at his photographs and that absolutely awful um and just to help him out i'm sending one of our guys over to take photos to pass on to the other agent um i don't want any money for it but i just, just want to help the guy to get sold um there's no there's no business benefit to us but to have photos of that standard when you're selling a, a two hundred and ten thousand pound asset um and they've not had the off level that they want and and it's, it's disgusting. It's really shocking. And I think to be fair, Luke and, and Stephen, we talk about this a lot, both privately and, and on the podcast. We tend to attract the listeners that want to evolve. They want to become better agents. They are striving to be the best version of themselves that they can be. And, and, and we welcome that, that listener base. But also we welcome the listener base that's maybe just coasting in the career a little bit um, and not... Um, I don't know, maybe not see it as a career, not see it as a challenge. I, I, I don't know. I, for myself, I, I think we've got many problems within the industry at the moment. You know, sticking a house on right move at 350 four days ago and dropping it to 325 today, to me, that, that just smacks of, of desperation on part of the agent. But more importantly, I also think that, Christ, what, what's it come to? You know, what, why are we as a profession not demonstrating what we do? how we do it why are we not educating these people on mass so that this doesn't happen you know you shouldn't have you're always going to have the odd one or two but in in my area at the moment i'd well certainly with one agent it's 50 percent of the instructions are reducing within 14 days of coming on the market and you kind of you, you, for me, it infuriates me. I, I just want to go around and knock on the door and say, look, guys, do you realize how much you're jeopardizing the potential sale value of your home? And I think your agent's got it completely wrong. But obviously, there's, there's got to be a professional way to do it. And you know, regulation, I, I, I fully support, as long as it's not regulation for regulation's sake. Stephen? I think um, we've just answered all the questions that why uh, your customers should be paying you 2%. That's very kind of you. And Luke's just messaged on the uh, group chat on here, treatment before diagnosis is malpractice. And 100%, Luke, totally, totally agree with it. You know, we've got to wake up as an industry. We are a service industry. We're dealing with people's biggest tax-free assets on a daily basis. There's a huge amount of responsibility that emanates from just that one statement alone. Um, we need to educate the buying and selling public exactly what we do. You know, you, you've got to think purple bricks. 
went into Australia and I don't want a lawsuit here. So um, <laughs> stop me if I start spouting off guys, but purple bricks went into Australia and I think it's fair to say they died on their ass. Why is that? Because I think the service standards over in Oz are so much significantly higher than ours generally as a rule in the UK. Um, and they grew here, but when did they grow here? They grew in a rising market when houses were selling themselves, but were people actually looking at the end result? Were they just looking at the result of there's another sold board from that company outside a house or were they looking for that agent maximized the best possible price for that property? And I think if you analyze both of those, uh, the answers would be very different. What do you think, Luke? I'll answer that. I don't yeah, think it makes, I don't, sorry. I was <laughs> going to say, I don't think it makes any difference whether it's a purple bricks, um, a, a hybrid agent and a state agent, because, you know, every agent out there should have the vendors, um, house move, um, as the sole purpose to achieve their highest price. Okay. And again, it's coming back to what you're saying that we're not demonstrating enough how we negotiate, how we promote the property, you know, Luke, that's a great example of how that's most probably costing that vendor a lot of money for his biggest tax free asset because he doesn't have a, his photos yeah. are, are not right. So he's not maximizing his audience. People aren't going to even bother to see it because let's face it, the first place where people are looking, your first viewing is the internet. So, you know, whether it's purple bricks, whether it's corporates, whether it's independents, you know, there's a lot of um, estate agents there that could definitely improve on what they're doing to demonstrate their worth. Okay. And the top agents are the ones that what you guys are doing. You're educating the market with all your videos, which is fantastic. You're letting people know what's going on in the um, area. You're rooted in your community. You're raising a lot of money. You're making big differences there. Um, and more importantly, you're fantastic negotiators. You're getting the best prices for people's tax-free assets. You work very hard to get the sales through. Um, and if I was selling my home, that's what I'll be looking for in my agent. So if you're a vendor listening, have a list of questions to ask all the agents that come through. And one of the questions is, show me your last 10 sales and demonstrate to me how good you are at negotiating. You know, so I had an incident um, yesterday at a training course where I just said to the guy, you know, he told me he had a rental property. Again, very simple. Would you have paid more money? Definitely not, Stephen. Definitely would not have paid a penny more. 30 seconds later, he would have paid £5,000 more. Okay. <laughs> so, so, the a so the agent who was selling um, that um, biggest tax-free asset for the vendor cost that vendor five thousand pounds okay so yeah. who so who do you want acting on your behalf somebody who can negotiate demonstrate it or an agent that just takes the first offer because they're great i've got a sale i've got a for sale board out you know that's not what i'm here to do no 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 me neither and i think no yeah, same and, that, and it's about then creating those raving fans isn't it so if you can get those exceptional results for that vendor and demonstrate that you're a paid professional negotiator, which again, we've heard this before, we're paid professional negotiators. And then you can demonstrate that you're working tirelessly to get that last pound out of that buyer. They're going to become a raving fan, which is then going to bring you more and more business in the future. 
Absolutely. Stephen, I'm uh, absolutely going to put you on the spot here because obviously we're recording this. It's now, what, 20 to 9 at night. We're getting the uh, penultimate episode uh, recorded, ready for release tomorrow. And I've just read a LinkedIn post from a gentleman called um, Pierce. Uh, amazing session with Stephen Brown today. Leaving the doors a better and more attributed employee than I was this morning. I've got pages upon pages of notes. Let's see how much I can put into practice. Journey tunnel vision. Stephen, that is exactly the kind of person that we want to appeal to on this podcast. That's exactly the reason that yourself, Luke, and I um, started recording these podcasts. I feel, and I genuinely feel, that there is a huge passion and a huge hunger in the UK to service the property industry correctly. I think we've been um, at times badly let down by the, the processes and, and what's gone before, but I think there are great people out there that are looking to help guide and educate um, and make this industry what it should be. And um, guys, I, I know it's quite emotional, but it's the 30th of January. We've spent day in, day out together with the last uh, with each other for the last 30 days. I just want to say thank you very much. It's been an inspiring journey. We've had some awesome guests, um, you know, Australia, um, obviously the UK. Who have we had? We've had Ian White. We've had Michael Day. I'm going to offend somebody Tom here. Ferry. I mentioned Tom Tom Ferry, Tom Ferry from the US gave up, you know, as you say, Luke, 90, 90 seconds, two and a half minutes of his time to, to shoot a video out specifically for our audience. Um, you know, we're, we're doing great things. Yeah, I know friend, we're doing friend, great friend of the show. Absolutely. And messages this. He's, he's, you know, he, uh, he's on my Insta now. And every time you see that blue tick come up on the Insta and you've got a personal message from Tom Ferry, it's like, fuck yeah, we've made it. You know, this is cool. Um, guys. I really thank you too for being a part of the journey with me and for allowing me onto your journey with you. Um, I know we are creating excellent content and, and we're helping people. Um, and, you know, we've got no agenda, have we? I think that's the great thing about this podcast. Yes, it's recorded via Zoom. Yes, we're all looking at each other. You know, Luke, you're looking a bit weary after a full day in the office, after refurbing two offices and probably another one next, next weekend when we try and record. Stephen, you've got the Troy Malcolm event that you're frantically planning for next week. And I know, you know, as much as you won't want me to say this. Parrot in the, parrot in the background. Dog parrot in the well. background, dogs barking, missus coming in and asking what time dinner is and that like, look, this, you know, this isn't a professional yeah. podcast scenario. What we're, you know, what we set out to do on day one, almost 18 months ago was to help educate the industry, bring it forward in leaps and bounds and, and offer help and advice and guidance of the collective years experience that we've got. I mean, Stephen, how many years have you been in property now? Um, 30 minutes. <laughs> no, seriously, come on. How many years have you been in property now? 30, yes. 30, 30. plus. Okay, so I'm yes. 26, coming up 27. Luke, you're about the same. You know, you've got, in, in this room... 34, got, yeah. 34. Yeah, in this, in this room, in this podcast, there's 100 years property experience, and you've got three like-minded individuals, each with different perspectives that are looking to um, try and enhance and progress the industry. So... Um, Guys, I think it's probably about time to close now and just say thank you so much to all of those guests uh, throughout Kickstart 2020 that have helped our other listeners make 2020 their best year yet. But it doesn't stop there, guys. We want accountability. We want you to message um, at EA Podcast on the Facebook page. We want to know what your challenges are. We also want to know, we want to hear from you. Are you new into the industry? Are you a little bit green? Do you want to come on the show 
and actually fucking quiz us all about what's the industry really like do you do you want to know it from a different you know a different perspective um are you a seasoned professional do you want to come on are you a supplier um reach out to us uh, we'd love to hear from you please do rate review and share the podcast um we really appreciate your ears and uh, guys i really appreciate working with you Stephen. your clothes i'm going home to bed now <laughs> so uh do you know what i thoroughly enjoyed it um you two are great guys i'm really grateful that you both give up your time you know we record them very early in the morning when it's pitch black now we record it very late at night and it's pitch black <laughs> um, but i'm grateful for both of your time um i'm also incredibly grateful for the feedback that we've had grateful for the guests so thank you all um i wish every single one of you that are listening um 2020 to be your best year ever and as andy said you know we're all here to help so get in touch um message email whatever it is direct message you know we want to help you um so please do get in touch and thank you very very much Luke, over to you. Can you announce the big finale tomorrow's guest again with no spoil? Luke, with no spoilers, no insta, no podcast spoilers. Who have yeah. we got on tomorrow? <laughs> the one and only Matt Steinwade tomorrow. Number one, number Agents. one, McGrath agent. Number one, in McGrath writing in excess in excess of four million us and uh, not us australian dollars hey, you've um, been on too many business class flights in too many different countries watching real estate so <laughs> remember your denominations definitely definitely but uh, if anyone uh has again just to reiterate we'd look we love hearing all the messages uh, any challenges that anyone's facing that we can cover we don't. We can do it anonymously. It, we don't have to name names. Um, we're we're here to help. That's what we want to do. We want to provide value to help everyone in the industry grow the industry, but also from Kickstart 2020, Kickstart 2019. There's so much value there, and just if you feel overwhelmed by all 31 episodes, just pick one or two and stick to them religiously and make that a daily habit. Um, and you'll have you're gonna have your best year ever if you take one or two at a time brilliant advice thank you everybody thanks to all our listeners um we're going to take a few days break after tomorrow we've already recorded tomorrow's episode we're going to take a few days break we're gearing up for stephen brown's massive masterclass with troy malcolm um early next week i think when I spoke to Stephen off earlier, there was about seven or eight tickets left over the two days. Um, if you are a late taker, get on board. Uh, very small investment for a massive return. Uh, it's over in Birmingham NEC Crown Plaza, and it's six hours full uh, of, of just absolutely packed content. Um, and uh, guaranteed that you'll see the re return on the investment. Last year's event was, was massive. Um, Stephen, I wish you all the very best um for tuesday and wednesday i know you put a lot of heart and soul into it and um i'm looking forward to uh, meeting up with you guys on a monday evening lovely thank you have a good one guys take care bye